You're listening to the Ascension Roundtable Podcast, Episode 48, Evangelize Through Marriage Prep, with Scott Seibert. While some engaged couples have a great Catholic marriage prep experience, there's no denying that many couples resent it, feeling like it's just a meaningless hoop to jump through. So how do we change the status quo and make marriage prep an opportunity to evangelize, connect with, and genuinely support engaged and newly married couples? Scott Seibert from the Archdiocese of Indianapolis shares his diocese's journey to adjust its model of marriage preparation so that they can more effectively introduce couples to and prepare them for the beauty of Christian marriage. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today we're met with Scott Seibert. Scott is a licensed clinical social worker in the state of Indiana with almost a decade of clinical experience and he also serves as a director of marriage and family life for the Archdiocese of Indianapolis. He is uh, married, has four kids, and uh, is a great guy. Um, as I had the pleasure to um, talk to him recently. So Tom McCabe, our uh, wonderful marriage prep guru, is also with us today. Hello, Tom. Alan, it's good to hear your voice again. Always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, Tom, you are our resident marriage guru guy. Mm-hmm. I think that's your official title, marriage guru. Is that guru. just because I've been married four times? Or, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've only been married once. I got to tell my my wife know that for sure. <laughs> the MGG marriage guru guy. So Tom's our MGG, and he's going to um. They're going to talk marriage today. Uh, Tom used to work in diocese as a family life director as well. So so Tom, I'm gonna let you take it away and um, just put Scott on the hot seat and and try and uh, get some good marriage prep rolling out there in our diocese. Awesome. Thanks, Alan. But to clarify, I was not a diocesan director of marriage and family. I I was the director of youth, young adult and campus ministry in the Archdiocese of Denver. But the the guru next to me when he came out of the JP2 Institute was Christopher West. And uh, we became good buds. Uh, After working at the diocese, I did work at uh, St. Francis Cabrini Parish as the director of marriage and family life out there. That's right. And we we really implemented a a number of just awesome, exciting uh, stuff in the areas of marriage and family. So I look forward to chatting with you, Scott, about all of this. Um, Yeah. And just we just appreciate you you being on. And, you know, as a. As the director, I know you are really working on doing some just I don't want to say cutting edge things because this really shouldn't be cutting edge. But you really are trying to, in a sense, revamp marriage preparation ministry in the in the parish life throughout the diocese so that it's it's effective, so that it it really is a moment of evangelization for for couples more than just jumping through hoops. Would that be accurate? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I'm trying, I guess I should say, Uh, we'll see, we'll see what the Holy Spirit has in store for us. But yeah, marriage prep um, was, has been on my mind a long time. It started when I was doing couples counseling and just really seeing the need for uh, couples to learn how to date well. And I think they, they kind of start off uh, behind in, in some ways. And so it really drew my attention to the importance of getting marriage prep right um, if we want to get marriage and family life right. 
Matt, so, so true. And I appreciate you um, uh, being on today because I think some of our listeners, whether they're doing doing marriage preparation ministry or maybe they're getting ready to get married or just trying to reach young couples, I think there's so much that uh, that that we can talk about. And so I'd love to just throw out some comments to you. And, and, and then I'm going to give you a couple of my own personal things that I've heard within the last two weeks, one from my son who's getting ready for marriage, another couple who my wife and I just took through. Um, um, we're a sponsor couple for them. So we just did some one-on-one sessions with them. But but here are some comments that I think many people are, were hearing, and I'm certainly hearing it from couples who are preparing for marriage. Um, one of them is this, Scott, there are so many hoops to jump through. So they come to the church. That's what they're saying, you know. And and the people don't seem very friendly at all, you know. I mean, so um, I think that's a common thing that we would hear. Do, do you hear that? Oh, I'm laughing because that is a regular occurrence. And uh, you know what's interesting? I've been listening to uh, another Catholic podcast, and he talks about this so much and the importance of in, in every other aspect of life. If you want to be really good at something, you devote your life to it. There's a, a level of discipline, and yet we just think when it comes to marriage, oh, I'll just jump in and figure it out. But, um, you know, if you were learning to play an instrument or you were learning a new sport or you wanted to be the best you could be at your job, whatever it is, you put in years of study and discipline and learning from a mentor or a coach and you do all of these things to get really good. Why aren't we doing that in marriage prep? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would you say to the couple then where um, they feel like um, they don't understand the hoops? Right. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. In other words, they want to get married. They, they really want some good advice. Right. But they're feeling mm. like the church is just they, they don't see the connection or, or whatever it is that mm. they're being asked to jump mm-hmm. through hoops and they get get getting extremely frustrated because they, they just don't feel like the church is maybe maybe the church isn't explaining it or they're not friendly or but they're, they're feeling like all it is is it's just it is just hoops. It isn't. I don't see the connection like uh, through all of this. Yeah, I, I think that word connection is value. Value and connection are the two words that that, that come to mind that aren't understood. And so, yeah, the, I don't know of any couple that goes into marriage wanting to get a divorce. And so, in fact, I tell my uh, sponsor couples that I train and the volunteers that are in Precana because they are in the trenches. They're dealing with that and they're dealing with the frustrations and the eye rolls and not wanting to be there. And and we all have to be reminded of that. And so these engaged couples are coming well-intentioned, but they, they don't know what they don't know. And so they don't know that the church has something valuable here. And, um, and, and, and some of it, I'll speak for the church in some ways and say, well, because there, there's been times in our church history where we haven't provided that. And, um, so I, that's what I would say. Uh, in the, the counselor hat comes on for just a minute. I think it's important to roll with the resistance, as we say, motivo- motivational interviewing, um, and, and know that, What's going on here is isn't so much a resistance as much as it is um, an opportunity. And mm-hmm. so so let's share with this couple the beauty that they missed out on before. 
and um, I, I accept the challenge where I can, and I, I challenge all those in, in, in marriage prep to do the, do the same. Like we, we've got an opportunity, and let's show it to them, and let's do the best we can with it. Oh, I, I, I can't agree more. Um, uh, when I was working at um, St. Francis Cabrini, the, the pastor, and I've shared this, I think, on a previous podcast, Father Ken Leone, a tremendous holy priest who's now retired, but he required so much in the area of marriage preparation. Uh, I don't know of any more than the diocese required. And yet each year we did over 120 weddings at that parish alone because he was so welcoming. The couples would come in and they'd be like, he'd say, well, you're just going to love it. You're absolutely going to love it. And he kept saying, this is our gift to you. This is our gift. And you're going to go on this retreat and you're going to love it. And then you're going to do six sessions with a couple and you're going to love it. And then you're going to have this course on natural family planning and you're absolutely going to love it. And this is our gift to you. And he kept saying, this is our gift. And the couples were like, wow, I wow, this is, wow, this is going to be absolutely awesome. And I, I compare that. And that's what I think you're saying. I compare that to my son who lives in the city and they went to a, a, a new parish um, recently. They, they, they just re- recently got engaged. And um, so th- uh, they're trying to find a parish that they can call their own. And they walked into church uh, got there a little late and, um, uh, you know, right, you know, after mass had started and one usher was walking them down the side to, to find a seat for him. The head usher walked over and was like, Oh no, 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 we don't have seats for, for those that are late. This is the, this is the, this is the God honest truth. They walked to the back of the church. So they're standing there, um, at the sign of peace, this, Usher had the audacity to walk over to my my future daughter-in-law, and when he gave her a hug, he said, "No offense, but that's the way we roll here." And uh, I, I just, oh, I, 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 so needless to say, they um, had a very bitter taste in their mouth, and they opted not to do marriage preparation to, to get involved in this parish. And they registered at a different parish because of that one event. Now I know these people are not in marriage preparation, but it's speaking to what you're saying. If if marriage preparation is a moment in the process, of, like it's a moment of evangelization, well, that is a mindset. So when the couples are coming to us, like there's so many dang hoops, mm-hmm. how do we, in a sense, evangelize them? Like you, know, you said, meet the resistance. I love like what you said, motivational interviewing. I mean, wow, that's that's such good stuff. I can tell you're a counselor, because, but <laughs> but but applying that to what we're talking about, because so many couples who may be nominal. I don't want to be overgeneralized, but maybe nominal in their faith when they're coming to the church for marriage preparation. What do we do to welcome them is so critical. And so I know you are working hard to transform things, you know, this um, yeah. in marriage preparation. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. The audience can't see how big my eyes really are right now. And hearing that story and my heart sinks <laughs> a little. And, 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 and I think, you know, one aspect of all of this is creating a, a, an atmosphere where um, parishes are church families and an openness to the person that's in front of us. And I think when, when we take on that, um, like you said, evangelization, instead of going in, assuming we know everything about this couple, you know, we know the statistics, you know, high percentage of couples are living together before marriage and um, this, that, and the other thing. But the flip side of it is that we know that the that 50% of divorces happen in the first seven years of marriage. It starts with that connection. And if you get the connection right, like your, your priest um, did at your, your former uh, p- uh, parish, 
then you're, it, it sets the tone that will carry them not only through marriage prep, but carries them through the life of the, the, their marriage, the, their life in the church. However that comes to be, they're going to leave with a, a better taste in their mouth, I guess you could say, with their church community. And, and um, so it's bigger. And, and, I, and, and I love what, what Pope Francis and where the church is really focusing in on this, this marriage prep idea, this, this um, neocatechumenate of sorts, this, this process of community and, and walking through a marriage prep and then following up afterwards. You, you can't have one without the other to have good marriage prep. And um, so, so I'm absolutely with you. It, it, there's an attitude, there's a mindset with it that when we get that right, we're going to get a whole lot more right. Mm, absolutely. So um, I know you don't have tons of time today, Scott. So let me just um, jump to the kind of cut to the chase on some of these questions. What mm-hmm. changes then, you know, as the diocesan director and doing marriage prep, what changes have you made to make marriage prep more accessible, right, uh, to the couples that you're working with? Yes. So uh, here in, in the Archdiocese, when, when I came on board, uh, the, the main marriage prep conference that was used for marriage prep was a Sunday afternoon at a retreat house. And there's just the geography of the Indianapolis Archdiocese. Our retreat center for the Archdiocese sits at the very northern um, boundary almost of the Archdiocese. So a majority of our uh, archdiocesan parishioners, I guess you could say, or, or people, constituents, whatever word you want to use, had to travel long distances, you know, in some cases three hours, to get to, to marriage prep for a, a Sunday afternoon program that just really seemed to skim the surface. And so what we've, what we've done um, since then is lengthened the time um, but really gave them some meat on the bones. So using theology of the body as the foundation. And and I'm of the uh, – my theology – it's real easy to get siloed into these things where you have to learn about theology of the body. You have to learn about NFP. You have to do the skills. You have to do this. But there's a foundation where it's all interconnected. We're not, you know, body over here and soul over there. No, we're right. we're, we're we're body and soul. And, and so, if if our if our lives are integrated, then everything we learn and do in relationship needs to be integrated. So we use theology of the body as the foundation to understand how um, communication, how conflict, how family of origin, how all of that fits into this uh, this m- messy and beautiful thing we call marriage. And um, and then we've brought it to parishes. We've brought it and we've we've spread it out across um, multiple locations within the archdiocese to make it more easily accessible. And then we've really encouraged the parishes that do the sponsor couple um, pr- uh, process. We've really in- encouraged uh, some form of integration there, where so so the sponsor couples know about the program, are able to ask questions about it, and begins to kind of integrate this uh, marriage prep process, if you will, into ongoing conversations and see it's not just the archdiocese over here and parish over here and pastor over here. But again, it's all integrated. And um, we're, we're still in the process of doing that. It's not perfect yet. But that's the vision. That's where we're moving. So let me make sure I, I captured uh, I, uh, all, um, all of them. So the last one you talked about was um, 
in, incorporating a sponsor, right? The the, the, yes. the sponsor couples, uh, that kind of, which is very good. So it's very relational. It's one on one, which is is fantastic. Uh, moving from just a half day experience, right, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. to uh, a more of a uh, give it the time it needs, the necessary time, so you can cover not just one aspect uh, of, of marriage preparation, but a more comprehensive approach, mm-hmm. uh, which I, it sounds great. Did I hear you say you, you've moved it to the parish? Is yes. That okay. Yes. So, so it isn't we, just this corporate or uh, I don't want to say sterile, but you know what I'm saying. So, but it, you're you're going to them. In other words, marriage prep is coming to them into the the place that where where they do community where they their parish life yes exactly exactly and it's all about community and that's why the sponsor couple piece is so important into that too you know i use the example of the uh, the coach or the teacher or earlier talking about instruments and sports and that kind of thing you need a good mentor couple that you, that can coach you uh through through marriage and you know ideally in a perfect world we're prepped for marriage in our families. And so we come out of the womb, in in a sense, into marriage prep. Uh, We know that that's not always the case. And um, we're all broken individuals. And so some got a better feel for that than others. Um, But the coach will come in and and, and, or the mentor couple, you know, will come in and pick up hopefully a little bit of of where the family uh, left out and get them exploring and discerning and having those more difficult conversations um and explorations so yeah community connection mm. well, scott how do you how do no, you no, go sh- ahead oh, i'm sorry tom can i how do you how do you choose a, a good mentor couple do you have like a i hate to say you're not prerequisites but how would you identify like what would be our your ideal mentor couple what kind of uh um attributes would they have so to speak yeah, great question. And and I get that all the time. I think there's got to be a willingness to be vulnerable. And it's it's got to be a couple that um, isn't afraid to address difficult conversations. Um, like I said earlier, we've got engaged couples who don't always date well who don't know what they don't know. So they don't ask questions and explore each other and get vulnerable and emotionally intimate with one another in a way where, where they, they know each other and that's the foundation that's missed. And so you need a, a sponsor couple that's, that's willing to draw that out of the couple in, in some ways. I don't like prerequisites of you have to be married for this many years or you know you have to do um, you know X, Y, and Z. Uh, Casey and I, we started, uh, my wife, um, Casey, and I, we started uh, mentoring couples when we were you know, six months, a year in to, to marriage. And there was a lot we didn't know. But again, it's not about us. It's about the engaged couple. We were able to draw that out of them. And we shared what, you know, our experiences. And I, there's an important feel to that. But going back to what we talked about before, too, being open to the couple, the individual that's in front of us, so much of this is about about allowing the engaged couple to share their story, to um, get to know their story and see where God has drawn them together. And this decision, should they choose to accept it, um, is going to be an adventure that's going to carry them in places they've never been before. And you bring that that passion and that excitement into those conversations, and um, you got yourself an excellent sponsor couple. Say that. 
I I just can't support that enough, Scott, what you're saying. You said some critical points that I think our listeners really need to hear. Um, you talked about their them being vulnerable, which I think is so real. And maybe in a minute, I would love you to unpack what you mean by vulnerable, because that, that is so critical to what so that the couples can can then we model it so that then the couples can share. Number one. So I, I want you to, to unpack that. Uh, what, one of the things I have seen with some couples uh, is they, they're vulnerable. They don't take the time to know the couple's story. In other words, if you take the time to really listen and affirm and understand where this couple is, then you know where you need to be vulnerable, where you need to be authentic, where you need to share. Because I have couples who are ready, ready to share all of their story, all of their junk, all of that sort of thing. And the couple – but it's not relatable. It's not relevant to this particular situation because they haven't taken the time to know the story of the couple in front of them. You're absolutely right. Vulnerability is a skill that is that is learned. Um, it's it's about boundaries. There, you don't this the sponsor couple process isn't a therapy session uh, for especially not for the sponsor couple. Um, you, you know, I like to use the term Christian witness because I think witness really sets the tone for what we're talking about here. You've witnessed something. So if you're going to share an aspect of yourself or your life that might have been broken at one point, you're also witnessing to Christ's redeeming power within it. And there's a sense of hope. And but again, what you also said is you are open to the couple that's in front of you. You, They've shared their story. You know where they need help. And so part of vulnerability isn't so much sharing your own stuff as uh, sometimes it's about entering into someone else's stuff and um, being willing to just be present, not feeling like you always have to have the one line response that's going to make their life better, but really sitting with them, um, you know, Pope Francis, the accompaniment, that just being with them in it and um, hopefully providing some insight, some skills, some opportunities where they can begin to walk out of it or come through it. Um, and, and, and some of that is about teaching the couple how to pray together. I, I, can't, I can't believe how many couples don't know how to pray, let alone pray together. And so for a lot of couples, that's that's Casey and I's starting point. Um, do you pray together? If not, well, let me share with you some of the things we've learned, some of the things we do. Maybe it'll be helpful to you. But start practicing that. Um, and there's a level of vulnerability and intimacy that comes with inviting God, that humility of allowing the spirit in um, that helps you tread those those difficult waters mm. yeah uh, you mentioned this word earlier i think uh, I, if you didn't I, 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 the word popped in my mind you were talking about being an advocate for these couples because as you're talking when you take the time to listen um you become an advocate you're not just giving them advice I, I, I have seen this with various people who are preparing couples for marriage uh we have so much advice we want to give you Okay. In other words, what, what you're talking about is something very different. You talked about just being in the mess with them. Wow, how beautiful that is. In other words, yeah, we'll, we'll walk. We'll, we're your advocate. We'll walk this with you. 
You betcha. And yeah. and realizing it's it's um, you know marriage is, is is for a long haul. It's not for two sessions. Uh, you know we we assure you we're we're here to su- support you in whatever way we can. And yeah, you're not going to have it all together. You know, if you think you got it all together right now, well, you probably don't. You may not. But <laughs> but uh, you know what? You know uh, you're going to trigger her. She's going to trigger you over and over again. And if, if that probably means that something's really happening, um, because God wants to bring uh, about holiness in both of you and he really wants to help you get each other to heaven uh and so given that case that yeah um and, and we're here for you we're, we're supporting you where you're uh, an advocate uh in whatever way now this was a, a, a way i wasn't expecting to be an advocate but last week i was driving uh, to the airport because i was going to speak at the ncyc the national catholic youth conference and i get a call from a parish in the city and just says why haven't you returned my phone calls and i'm like um I don't know. It's like we don't have the paperwork for such and such and this couple that we're preparing, and and you know we we really need this. And I said, um, I, I'm just a volunteer at the parish, uh, you know, and I'm so sorry uh, that uh, that you haven't gotten the paperwork. And, and I said, but I'd be, I'll tell you what. You know, I get off the phone here. I will call the parish and I'll make sure they transfer all that paperwork down to your, uh, your the, the, your parish. So they've got it because I don't want you to stress out the, uh, the, this, this bride. I mean, it's four days before our wedding. I definitely don't want that to happen. So yeah, just, I, I'd be happy to handle that. And when I get into town, you know, the night before next, I will run it down <laughs> to you, uh, and all of that. And so I, I, I wasn't expecting to be an advocate in that way, but it, it, it hit me like, yeah, wow, I'm committed to this couple. I want to do whatever I can to, to help them and support them. Um, even though we're just, you know, yeah, we're volunteers at our parish where we, where we do marriage preparation now. Um, but the idea of being an advocate in whatever way we can is so important. Yeah, it, the sponsor couple process isn't about the sponsor couple. It's about the engaged couple. And so you meet them where they are and you walk through the process with them. They are in some ways leading the way um, in terms of where you go, but you're ultimately guiding them to the deeper beauty. And yeah. Such good stuff. I wish we had more time to um, to talk to you about this. But like so many things, it comes down to, like you said, being that Christian witness, um, being a witness to this couple, and, and making it not about the not about the sponsor couple, but about the couple getting married. Like that's those those two things just really struck me. My wife and I volunteer and do some marriage prep at our church, and those two things struck me. It's not about us; it's about the couple getting married, and and our role is to be the advocate and be that Christian witness. Man, such good stuff. Awesome. So sorry we're out of time, guys. This was so good, and I hope that um, we can have you guys back on, Scott. It's wonderful. Yeah, love um, to come back anytime. Let me know. Enjoy. All right, we'll do. <laughs> All right, Mr. McCabe, we're gonna run. I hope you have an awesome day. You too, my friend. All right, and we'll see you guys next time. If you want to write us, please do at Ascension Roundtable at ascensionpress.com. Send us your questions and feedback, and we will see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.